Here sits Brett, alone, in the Shanty Creek hot tub. He checks his watch before refocusing his attention on his trusty Rubik's Cube. He's startled by a chorus of laughter coming up from his left. <laughs> if it isn't Brett the Jet, the easiest mark in the village. It's Tyson, dressed as he was in the pub a half hour earlier. Just having a solo soak, eh, chump? He teases. Brett looks down sheepishly. Sarah, girls, look at this guy. Friday night at a ski resort and he's nerding out with his Rubik's Cube in a hot tub all by his lonesome. <laughs> Tyson is flanked to his left with his wife Sarah, the object of Brett's longing, along with her four-woman entourage. Sarah cackles along with her husband. Her crew follows suit. You told me to meet you here for a chat, Maloney, Brett says, suppressing his anger for the time being. Yeah, and you fell for it. You really think I want to sit half naked with you when I've got these five girls at my beck and call? You really know how to pick them, Sarah, Brett mutters. Sarah chuckles uncomfortably. <laughs> Hi, Brett, she says as she looks down. Sorry to interrupt this adorable reunion, but this conversation is between us, son. You really thought someone who wins like I do would have marital trouble? I guess I thought some things weren't to be joked about, Maloney. And you really believe me when I said I only negotiate deals in the jacuzzi? Have you ever tried to sign a contract in a hot tub? Steam doesn't exactly play nice with paper and ink, you bozo. Brett looks down as Tyson urges the ladies to move on to the restaurant. Come on, ladies. Let's go grab some grub while this loser licks his wounds. Keep walking, Maloney. Nice seeing you again, Sarah. Brett says, softening his tone. I'll tell you what, Brett. I feel bad for having tricked you like this. What do you say you come by our place around 9 o'clock? A bunch of us are staying at the turn down Slowpoke Alley. Stop by for some drinks and a bonfire. This time we'll really have a chance to catch up. Save it, Maloney. Fool me once. Shame on you. But, Brett, you, you really should come. <laughs> Sarah implores. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. But Sarah, I appreciate the invite. Let's go, girls. I've got a few filet and a couple bottles of Dom waiting for us down the way. Later, Brett. Tyson cackles as the group walks away. <laughs> Brett looks down at his cube one more time before sneaking a peek out of the top of his eyes. He locks eyes with Sarah, who stayed back as the rest of the crew walked on. I'm so, I'm so sorry, Brett. She mouths sympathetically. Brett nods in acceptance of her apology and looks away. Brett ambles up to a fire pit in the backyard of Tyson and Sarah's chalet. Brett checks his calculator watch and confirms that it's 9 o'clock on the dot. He can hear muffled music blaring from inside the house. He peers from left to right, scanning for a party at the fire pit. He looks down at his cube in frustration as the realization sets in that nobody is there. He looks down and begins to turn away, but before he starts his trip back down the hill, he hears a familiar sound. 
Fool you once, eh, Brett? Sorry, champ. It's too cold for a bonfire. And our mansion here is at capacity. Tyson squawks. Brett's eyes narrow as he peers into the face of his rival. You got something to say to me, boy? Tyson shouts out. The friction is palpable as the two lot glances. Thunder rumbles in the distance. Everything I've got to say to you can be said tomorrow, on the slopes, Maloney. The tension rises. Maybe I'll see you out there. If I'm not too tired from fucking all these bitches in here, that is. He retorts. You think life is all about conquering, Maloney. Cashing checks and breaking necks, brother, that's what I say. But I'm about to teach you the meaning of a comeuppance. Yeah? You and what army? Ty shoots back. Just me, Tyson. Unlike you, I don't need a paid entourage of sycophants following me around. I'm just a man. A better one than you. I'm sure of that much. Well, maybe you'll get a chance to prove that out there tomorrow. On the slopes. My alarm's set for seven sharp. So while you're in there drinking your face off, I'll be resting. Concentrating on the only thing that matters. Putting you in your fucking place. Ooh. I'm so scared, Brett. Get the fuck out of here. Too late, Maloney. I'm already gone. He shouts back from a distance. Tyson lets out one more villainous laugh before heading back in. (laughs) Brett peeks out from the shadowy forest, staring into the cabin where he overhears Sarah plead, Leave him alone, Tyson. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he is a nice guy. And nice guys finish last, babe. Now be a deer and grab me a white claw. Everybody said Things are looking real bad Even the villains crying tonight Brett's heart is broken Sarah feels like a token And Ty, well Ty, he simply hates himself Now everybody's crying All three feel like dying Ty looks at himself in the mirror and says I'm gonna be a better man If I can I don't know though If it's in me I'm just a flawed human being What am I gonna do to be a better man? I gotta be a better man I can't keep being such a dick to Brett I'm pretty sure Sarah hates me and I don't even own the company I'm just an assistant manager I've been lying and running up the credit card debts I'm a social media threat I'm sad, I'm sad, I'm sad. <laughs>
Wow. What a second act, right? Even our villain, Tyson, shedding a private tear as he tries to look himself in the eye in the mirror of the bathroom of his house. Maybe a sign of softening for Tyson. Maybe there's more to this guy than just being a, an over-the-top bully. Find out next time on Act 3 of the Ski Trip 3, The Battle for Shish Mountain. This time it's personal. Peace out, everybody. Mess in this attic Lot going on But there ain't no need to panic Come on up and join We getting wild Getting manic Spitting truth For all you fanatics Uh Every week Got something new to say Ain't no filter This shit coming straight From the brain It's coming straight From the brain Yeah It's coming straight Coming straight From the brain uh, uh, uh.